Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday and it is February the 2nd and I hope you're having a great day. I hope that uh, you've had a good morning so far. It's supposed to be a pretty day. It's still a little chilly this morning, but it's supposed to be a nice day today, tomorrow in the 60s. Hallelujah for that. And uh, I thank the Lord. It's Wednesday and we welcome those of you that are listening on the radio 95.9 FM. Thank you for joining us those on our radio app and those on the podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. And then those that are watching on Facebook and those that are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. I, I love Wednesdays for several reasons. One, we have our midweek service on Wednesday nights, prayer meeting and Bible study. And I'll tell you, we need prayer and we need Bible study. And we've got a program for all of the children. We've got our master club programs. And what we do for master clubs is the children have a time where they memorize scripture. They have a Bible lesson. They have an activity time. And that's a wonderful opportunity. And then we have our teens on target. Now, the teens come into the main service for the beginning, for the singing and prayer time, and then uh, they're dismissed during the, the Bible study in the auditorium. They go and they have their own Bible study with Brother Nathan, our youth pastor. It's just a great time on Wednesdays. And then Wednesday mornings, we have our school chapel services normally. There's been a few exceptions, but normally it's on Wednesdays. And this morning, we had our chapel services at the school property. It was our first chapel services in the brand new modular. It was awesome. It's incredible. Now, it doesn't look, it looks, it's beautiful on the outside, but it doesn't look like a finished product yet because the building itself, everything is done, but uh, we've got to do some landscaping and we've got to do a sidewalk and some different things there. But it, it, on the inside, it's just incredible. Uh, we had uh, chapel services. Then after chapel, we got it all set up for the lunchroom. It'll be our lunchroom Monday through Friday. And we'll have chapel in there on Wednesdays. But it was just a great services this morning. Good to see our students and our teachers. And boy, you ought to hear them sing. Boy, they can sing and uh, they do a good job. We started our school choir. We have a, a first through sixth grade elementary choir. We just started today, first day of practice. And we're trying to get some stuff ready for Easter and then for May for graduation, uh, end of the year stuff. So it was great. But I thank the Lord for Wednesdays. I hope you're doing well. And I want to say today a happy birthday to Josiah Benthal. And then also a happy anniversary today to Lewis and Christina Anderton. I hope you folks have a great day. Happy anniversary to you. And I saw yesterday, I think it was evening, it was late afternoon or early evening, but I was going through and I saw a comment. But Sheila, I think yesterday was your anniversary. And of course, uh, we didn't have that in our database with the church and all that, but you listened uh, online every day, really, for the winning side. And I hope you had a good day yesterday. God bless you. Happy anniversary. Uh, let's pray for our church. 
pray for our school, pray for our missionaries around the globe, pray for one another, and uh, we'll look forward to our prayer meeting tonight. We've got a lot of prayer requests, a lot of updates, but uh, I thank the Lord for that. Here's a great song by uh, Brother Ed Russ and the Old Fashioned Quartet, and uh, they talk about the old country church that they tore it down, but can I tell you, uh, I'm thankful that uh, the the old-time Bible still works. Now, I, I, just because something's old doesn't mean it's good. Uh, i got a lot of things in my house that are old that doesn't make them better. But when it comes to the truth of the Word of God, that does not need to be changed. And I want you to hear this good song. This is a fun song, uh, quartet style. And uh, after that, we'll get into our Bible study in Proverbs 30. church down, built a big new church way uptown, with a steeple so high, it reaches to the sky, and pride has slipped in, where love should have been, oh I long just once more, to enter the door of that humble little church in the dell. Where God's Spirit once fell, and He saved my soul from hell, in that little country church over there. Oh, they tore the old country church down, built a big new church way uptown. With a steeple so high, it reaches to the sky, and pride has slipped in where love should have been. stand up there tall and proud they don't sing about the cross or the blood that jesus lost in that big new church way uptown oh they tore the old country church down built a big new church way uptown with a steeple so high it reaches to the sky and pride has slipped in where love should have been should have been there's nothing wrong with that church way uptown it's the members that let god down if they'd humble themselves and pray they would hear from god today in that big new church way uptown oh they tore the old country church down Built a big new church way uptown With a steeple so high It reaches to the sky And pride has slipped in Where love should have been Yes, pride has slipped in Where love should have been Oh, they tore the old country church down Amen. That's a good song. That's convicting, isn't it? Boy, don't let, uh, you know, the new things coming in. And boy, you get a nice building. You get nice things or get technology. Or here in this case, we've got a radio station and or online or on Facebook and all that. But boy, don't let those things get to your head and think that's what's really important because that's not what's important. What's really important is the truth of the Word of God. And what's really important is the fact that our Christianity is real in our own lives. 
uh, boy, let's not get into the Christianity that's just a big show and just a big put on and trying to impress people. Uh, let's make sure our hearts are right with God because He knows. And uh, you may fool a lot of people, uh, but you, you don't fool God. You've heard the expression, you can fool uh, some of the people all of the time and all of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all the people all the time. And I always like to add to that, and you can't fool God any of the time. And so just uh, let's be real. Let's be genuine. Uh, we need that unfeigned faith. It's sincere. It's real. And uh, may God help us to live that way. Look at Proverbs 30, if you would, please. And let's look at verse number 24. The Bible says there are four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceeding wise. Well, that's a great reminder because the book of Proverbs is all about wisdom. Uh, you may be listening today and you say, I don't have a lot of money. I don't have a lot of talent. I don't have a lot of ability. I don't have a lot of this, that, or the other. Well, can I tell you, you don't need all those things. If you have wisdom from God, uh, that's far greater than any treasure, far greater than any ability. Uh, I know some people have a lot of talent, a lot of ability, but they lack wisdom. And can I tell you, wisdom is the principal thing. That's the most important thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, the Bible says, with everything you've got, get understanding. But there are four things that are little upon the earth, but they are exceeding wise. Here's some lessons we can learn. First of all, uh, before we get into these four um, creatures, I want you to know that God does not need big things. God can use little things. We have that song in our hymn book, Little is Much When God is in It. Don't underestimate what God can do with just a little bit. All it took was a little boy with a little lunch, but Jesus got a hold of that and he blessed it, break it, and 5,000 men were fed besides the women and children. Just, just something little. God can use something little and turn it into a whole lot. Verse 24, first on the list is the ant. The Bible says that the ants are a people that are not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer. Now, you say, well, the ants, they're not strong. Well, guess what? <laughs> neither are you, and neither am I. And the truth is, God takes the weak things of this world to confound the mighty. God takes the, the, the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. You see, if God's in it, uh, you don't have to be strong. The Bible says, Paul wrote this and said, when I am weak, then am I strong. And in my weakness, that's when God's strength is made perfect. Isaiah 40, 31, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So the answer are people not strong, but that's okay. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 6 that the ants are a people that are not lazy. It says in Proverbs 6, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. We could learn so much from the ants. You could learn so much just from pondering the way of the ant. The ant is not strong, but boy, they can accomplish great things. The ant is not lazy. Uh, the ants are prepared. You know, an ant is doing all that work and all of that effort not just for right now, but the ant is preparing for the future. Uh, the ant is getting everything together while there is food because the ant knows that the winter time's coming where the food will not be readily available. Ants are not living for the present, they're living for the future. Well, let me ask you uh, here today, what are you preparing for? 
Uh, sometimes we just live for the, for the present and live for the here and now, but you ought to be preparing for things uh, in your finances. You ought to be preparing for things with your health, with your education, with your job. But what about spiritual things? What are you doing right now that is preparing you spiritually for next week, next month, next year? What are you doing right now that's preparing you for eternity? Uh, what are you doing now to prepare your marriage uh, for the days ahead? What about having a solid Christian home? The Bible tells us that the ants, they make preparation, they make provision for the future. And as Christians, we ought not have our eyes on that which is temporal, but we need to get our eyes on that which is eternal. Set your affection on things above, not on things of this earth. The ants are a people. One Bible commentator wrote this, and he said, Ants live in a community. Ants have authorities which they must obey, and their actions are regulated by certain definite laws. Now, I want to tell you something. You look at the ants and say, oh, they don't know what they're doing. Oh, yes, they do. And if you've ever seen those, those mounds that the ants build, or if you've ever seen uh, the tunnel systems that those ants build, it's amazing how God created them. But we can learn from the ant. They're little, but boy, you can learn a lot from an ant. Let's look at another one. The Bible says in verse number 26, the conies are but a feeble folk, yet make they their houses in the rocks. Uh, a coney is a creature, uh, it's about the size of a rabbit. Uh, some have called this a rock badger, but the conies, they're not strong. As a matter of fact, they're, they are pretty weak. They're feeble, the Bible says, but notice what they do. They make their houses in the rocks. Now, a coney knows how to stay safe. A coney knows how to be protected. And it doesn't come because of the ability of the coney. It comes because of the wisdom and the wise choice that that animal makes. And that animal says, I'm not going to be able to protect myself unless I'm in the rock. And can I tell you, as Christians, our protection and our safety is not in our ability. It's not in our strength. It's not in our might. But our strength is in the rock of ages. Our strength is in Jesus Christ, the solid rock. I want to ask you today, are you making your dwelling? Are you making your, your place in Jesus or are you trying to do it on your own? Friend, that's a foolish decision to try to build your life upon anything other than upon the solid rock. I wonder if you would determine today and say, you know, I'm not that strong. Sometimes I feel weak and I feel feeble, but I'm going to make sure my life is built on and in and through Jesus Christ. I like what the song says, uh, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Our theme for the church this year is Matthew 16, 18, where Jesus said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hey, you may feel today like you're like an ant. You're just small, insignificant. God can use you to do great things. You may feel like you're one of those uh, badgers, and you're, you're, you're not very strong. You don't have great abilities, but you can make the decision to hide yourself and to, to plant yourself in the rock. And I want to tell you, if you'll get founded upon the rock, it doesn't matter what happens, the storms and the winds and the rain, all of that, but you will stand strong because you are built upon the rock. I hope that helps today. Uh, we'll look at the other creatures tomorrow. We'll look at 
uh, the spider tomorrow. And then we'll get into verses 29 to 31, the lion, the greyhound, the he-goat. Uh, we'll look at those creatures and some lessons we can learn from them as well. Hope you have a great day. Have a good afternoon. And we'll look forward to a great service tonight at 7 o'clock. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.